Oh man, that does look good. The first thing that I had to do when you went live was burp. So I had to just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cover <laughs> Haven't I done that before? I feel like I've done that before. Like when we were probably... on the air and I was just like, I just let one out. Well, unless you burped last week, you've never done it live. So. <gasps> That's yeah, right. That going for you. Hey if I edit it out, is like a whole different story. <laughs> Why I'm would sure you I edit had. out greatness? Well, as we wait for him, uh, just give uh, give some background. Um, so, like, um, Roderick or Rolo is. Uh, the the mind behind um, meme for time. He's make he makes all these like real funny reels, um, and we just kind of got connected through uh, Instagram and then like an Instagram uh, group message for a while. So uh, when I learned what he was doing, like games, I asked him if he wanted to come on and talk about it, and so uh, he said yes, and. Uh, uh, should be on shortly and the rest was history yeah the rest was history pull up my notes always have notes oh, oh look at you you have notes i'm just winging it yeah we know <laughs> <laughs> sis we've been new <laughs> yeah we you um do you yoga today I did do yoga today, which was nice because I'm pretty sure I like threw out my back. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. When I hurt myself doing like yoga flows was uh, one of the things that um, helped uh, stretch it out, make it feel better. Uh, not babying it seemed to be like the best uh, route possible. You know what I mean? Like, obviously not lifting heavy, but like doing as much as you can without like without injuring it more like this sweet spot where i feel like i recovered pretty quickly that's what it yeah and it's all i don't know i'm sure it'll feel fine like tomorrow but i'm just gonna rest it right now probably throw on like a heater or something and just chill just another reason for me to relax hey i'll take any yeah. reason i can <laughs> oh sorry i can't do anything tonight i gotta gotta rest my back you can always just say no just because you don't want to i feel like people respect that no nobody does no i get so much crap for saying no i don't want to and i get oh you won't do that for me oh i find it liberating to say no i i think i read somewhere um that they were talking about how just giving someone the power to say no makes you uh more likely to to do whatever they want you to do like it's a mind game hey rollo how's it going what is up is my mic good can you guys hear me yeah you're good loud and clear good hell yeah brother cool. this is the first time we've actually been able to talk to each other um i'm clep from live laugh wad real name is mike Klepfer, so um 
It's good to actually see and talk to you in person. Well, yeah, kind of in nice, person. To, <laughs> nice to see your, your face. I feel like I don't see anybody's faces much on, on the meme pages, so. Yeah, well, you have this, like, awesome art of, like, making these really funny reels and, like, really being out there with yourself. Um, and I remember when we first got into that group chat that we are in, uh, and you were asking questions, like, why, why don't we see anyone? Why don't we see any faces? And I was like, I'm just lazy. I'm like a lazy dad that's sitting home. I'm usually tired from the, the workout, and just making something on the couch is way easier than, than filming it. Yeah, no, I feel you. That's how I started too, for sure. Just put like sitting there going through everything that was going on, like if it was CrossFit competitions or just popular pictures that the athletes would put out, you just snag it and you're like, what should I, what's funny? What would people relate to? So definitely been on that grind as well. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so uh, you own you own your own affiliate, correct? Right. Yeah, and then... Uh, you also bother your members making reels. So I've gathered that. <laughs> always, um, always. How, how how did that start? Like, um, you seem pretty young to be running your own affiliate. So, um, that's kind of cool. I I do that. Either that or you're aging very well. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I guess I'm, I'm 28, so not that old, but not that young either. Um, yeah, I, I, I just kind of have been in CrossFit since 2012 and the gym kind of just happened. It definitely wasn't the ultimate goal. Cool. I mean, sometimes that happens. You just fall into things, right? I, uh, the career I'm in, um, so I was, I was in the Marine Corps and, uh, I ended up when I got out doing the exact same thing I did in the Marine Corps, just as a civilian contractor. So nice. And and I had no plans to do that. I was like, I'm gonna do my one and done, go back home, do something, and we'll figure it out from there. And uh, I've never moved back home, so I'm still yeah. in the DC area. <laughs> yeah, I love I love when people ask me, you know, what, what do you see yourself in five years? And I have an idea of what the things that I would like to accomplish and the things I want to do. But most of my adult life has been, this is what I want to do. And then something else happens. And then it kind of just changes the direction of where I'm going. And it continues to happen and happen and happen. And so I have no idea where I'll be in, in five years. Hopefully, I'll be better and I'll continue to grow. That's the real goal. Whatever it is I'm doing, I have no idea. If it's memes, if my if I want to grow my affiliate, or maybe even not fitness, which I doubt. But you never know. That's impressive yeah, it, that you own this affiliate at 28. I mean, I just, so I just turned 29 and I'm old. I just threw out my back. So that is just like impressive that you're doing that. And like having that internet presence, like it definitely helps you grow your affiliate. Do you like feel like you're growing like at all from that, from the internet fame? Yeah, thanks. Um, you know what? It's actually, I don't do any classes at my affiliate. It's per, It's all one-on-one -on -one training only. Right now, I've been contemplating whether or not I want to do classes. Being in the CrossFit world this long, being on the back end, being a coach, uh, being somebody who's you know head coach for a while, you recognize and you realize you are stuck. And not it's, it's it sounds bad, but 
when you work at an affiliate as a coach, if you don't coach, you don't make money or most affiliates. I don't know of any affiliates really that you have paid time off or you have full-time coaches. I was at one affiliate that had that opportunity. Unfortunately, it got destroyed. And I'm trying to figure out a way, how can I bring on classes where I can travel, where the coaches who coach it could make a decent living, could, could still take time off and do all of those things. So yeah, to answer your question, I think it, it has helped. I think one thing that is kind of weird from it is people reach out and ask, you know, oh, I want to train with you. And it's more of, I don't know if they want to be um, friends or if they really want to train. So I'll, I'll coach Rolo. Will, I'm coach, right? Coach Rolo will come out. And a lot of times it's, oh, I didn't realize you're in San Diego. I didn't realize this. I didn't realize that, you know, were you actually interested in training or what's going on? So yeah, it's interesting interesting to <laughs> but if anybody out there if you're if you're in san diego and you're looking for some one-on-one you know hit me up i love one-on-one training am i gonna do classes we'll see we'll see what happens yeah the the class dynamic is interesting because i i coach at uh our affiliate uh revival and uh i i do love coaching and i love um hanging out with the members and stuff but there's this um you have to also be willing to sacrifice your workout sometimes and so if, if i'm in a class sometimes i'm uh as a coach feel guilty if i'm taking you know all the equipment you know so if there's too many members and there's not enough of something i'm the one um making like alterations on the fly which i still get a good workout but then i'm not like competitive with you know, the leaderboard, it's not exact all the time. And, uh, you kind of get that, um, the same experience, but at the same time, I also have the coaching experience and I get the reward of like, uh, seeing my members do better. So that part's kind of cool. Yeah. I, after about a year and a half into CrossFit, I stopped really doing classes. Most of the owners of gyms that worked at didn't appreciate that they wanted me to work out with the class and you see it you know a lot of you know a lot of these um higher level coaches are always saying like you need to work out with the members you need to work out with the members but yeah it was challenging um it was fun but i had different goals than the members whatever i know you can incorporate the workout in the class i think if i started classes now i'd definitely jump in once in a while but it would not be an everyday thing you know i'd be doing my own programming and then i'd jump into the class here and again for sure. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so I guess that takes one of my questions off. I was going to ask you just a fun question of like, what music do you play during your classes? But I guess that's uh, <laughs> not a really a relevant question then. Um, so what made you start like the meme page in general? Like, I'm sure you, you had your own personal page. You're like throwing your stuff out there. When, when were you like, oh, I'm going to like start posting this stuff out there for the world to see? I don't really remember when Meme for Time started. It was actually, I think it was called Many Memes as Possible. I think that was my first name. And I had been posting memes and stuff all the time on my personal. Um, And I, again, I've been doing CrossFit since 2012. So I've seen the progression of meme pages even existing. I posted a question on my story the other day, you know, who was the first meme page people knew about? And most people don't know the first the real first person posting meme was uh paul castaneda he's he i think he owns crossfit eastville now 
He's an uh, uh, you know OG CrossFitter. He was a regionals athlete, and his name was Kickass Donata on Instagram. And he was posting memes in 2012, 2013, and he had no filter. Straight up, he would post whatever he wanted. And then uh, a few other meme pages kind of started popping up here and there. And I always there's a lot of things in my life that I really enjoy and I like. And I think a lot of people can uh, relate to this. Is you're you're afraid of failing or putting yourself out there or you know putting yourself on the line and getting over that is challenging for sure especially if you didn't grow up with that that confidence already and especially social media is so different you're getting judged by people that don't even know you and so when i was posting on my personal all the time i decided you know i want to post just on my meme and then i'll post fitness on my personal and it just slowly developed into being more comfortable posting me myself instead of pictures and things cuz yeah, putting yourself out there, it is, you're getting judged all the time. Uh, so that's how, that's how it goes. I think that's the progression. I think I answered the question, I hope. Yeah, yeah, no, that was good. That was good. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's been fun following. You were one of the first ones that I, I noticed when I started posting. And um, oh, yeah. I, it was weird because like when I came in, it was still like, there was already like an established group. Um, and I mean, I probably only had like full followers for like the first year. Um, and I was just kind of just doing it for me because like their stuff that was making me laugh. And then like um, I would send things to my wife and I was like, you know what? I think this is real funny. I'm just going to like throw it out there for everyone. And then Absolutely. slowly over time, it kind of just organically grew. And then uh, some of these other guys started popping up and some of them like like Wad Zombie, he just like showed up like overnight and then like immediately had like a ton of followers. Um, yeah, he really that. like, yeah, he really knew how like to play the game. Uh, respect to you, Nick. Like that's just insane. Um, and some of it is he does like a really good job, like interact. And that's some of the things I struggle with. Um, one, I'm not like really big on, like I do the meme stuff, but then I like, once I'm done with it for the day, I kind of don't look at it for a while until like I'm ready to post the next day. Um, and I find like, just for my sanity, I can't spend all day on Instagram. And if that means like the page takes a hit and the page takes a hit. But I've noticed that like once I stopped worrying about like likes and views and shares and all that stuff, it kind of just naturally grew. Uh, did you find kind of like the same thing with the, your your page? Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of same same story as you. I don't make memes. My My ultimate goal wasn't to make memes and make money making memes. It was make memes because I thought they were funny and I feel like I could make people laugh. And just ha it just happens that you can get paid to make memes and opportunities come your way, which is nuts. So, yeah, I definitely, there's times where I just want to post and just get the hell off of Instagram and not focus on it all day. I do know, however, that engagement is extremely important. Getting your name in a lot of people's you know comment section is important. If, I mean, growth happens you know if you have good content totally or if you're a notable person it's totally going to happen if you're not you have to be interacting you i just posted something on my personal it really has gone to show because i've been doing this for the last about two weeks or three weeks once you post you go you know like your followers stuff you comment on it you engage with it you go on their stories or watch their stories you engage you comment etc and, and it reciprocates. Then you get people DMing you, you get people commenting on your stuff, you get people saving and sharing. I mean, it definitely has to be good content. It's not just going to happen if you post 
a picture of your face or something, but you post something funny and then you go engage Instagram like that. Instagram's like, all right, you're, we've got you. We've got, we can advertise <laughs> you. You're always on our app. Perfect. So there's a def, it's, it's kind of a, it's obviously annoying. Like you just want to post something and you want it to blow up and be amazing, but you have to work at it, which is, uh, it's so frustrating. Like I just want to sit down and relax and, but at the same time, you're like, I want to grow and have more opportunity. But where's the line? I don't know. I haven't found the, I haven't found the, the, the balance yet. <laughs> yeah. I just really and there's always that one meme. There's always that one meme that like you kind of just throw out there. You think it's kind of like a throwaway meme. It's like go content. Yeah, and then like that's it. the one that blows up. Like uh, if I go look at my uh, highest performing meme, it's like one that I thought was like just stupid and that no one would like. And it's the one that got shared the most. Is that you the know, Rihanna and... meme? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's like two Allen wrenches, and uh, one is small and one's big, and then like it says, "My snatch and my power clean," and that's all it is. And like people yeah. just loved it. Just loved it. That's nuts. I I feel like Instagram and social media is kind of like playing the slot machine. Just about when you're when right when you're about to stand up and and leave, <laughs> you win. You hit, you hit some big. And it keeps you on there. I mean, let's be honest. That's that's the point of it, right? The point of it is to get the your brain to be happy and excited, and you have like hope, and you hold out, you keep <laughs> posting, and you keep engaging, you keep interacting, and so I think the I don't know. That's just how it's going right now for me as well. Yeah, and on the flip side of that, like it has helped me and opened up doors to the community that I didn't think I would have. Like I'm just a dad in the middle of like Maryland and um, I'll occasionally have DMS from people across, you know, across the world. Cause we also talked to uh, the, um, the wad memes or jacked up teens guy. And like, now I know if I'm ever over in the land down under, I, there's a, there's a gym I could probably drop in and make some content with someone and have a good time. Um, I've talked to, um, just random people in the DMs, like uh, I've talked to Lauren Khalil um, John, during the giant meme wars <laughs> uh, when everyone was um, attacking a uh, John Woolley. I like uh, I got blocked by him and uh, on my meme page, and I don't think what I said was like too. Offensive. I think there's just like a huge misunderstanding, and I was still following him on my personal page, and so I just like. I dropped in his DMs and that started a conversation to where like uh, we're on pretty good terms now. And uh, I don't know if, if I was uh, going to the games, I'd probably send him a message and try to meet up with him just for the sake of it. I know he's a busy dude, but you never know when they'll say yes. Um, but speaking of going to the games, you've got tickets, right? You're going. Yep. We got and, tickets uh, to the games. Uh, and you, and it has provided some humorous content, right? Yeah, you know, I had this idea for I don't know if you guys know who Ryan Trahan is, He's like a huge YouTuber. He just uh, crossed no, but... the United States. He just crossed the US on with a penny, starting with a penny. His penny series is like extremely famous, popular. Oh, I have I have heard of that, but I just didn't know his name. Okay, yeah. So Ryan Trahan and I watched every single day of his content. It was so fun. I loved it. And you know, Meme for Time kind of developed into if you guys know Trevor Wallace, um, He's the guy who has the bang, the bang energy video. That's one of his I most popular him. videos. He's hilarious. He, and Trey Kennedy as well. Trey Kennedy does a lot of like, uh, he pretends he's a girl 
I just enjoyed how they developed their content and how they made fun of whatever it is that they were doing. That's where my character for meme for time stemmed from my CrossFitter. I was like, okay, if they can do this for whatever they're promoting, why can't I do this for CrossFit? Something I do every single day, something I know a lot about. I know the members I've been coaching forever. I can make relatable content. So that's where I kind of took that um, inspiration from. And that I've just ran with it and kind of try to develop my own within the community. And after watching Ryan Trahan's video, <clears throat> I was like, okay, everybody on YouTube for CrossFit right now is posting vlogs or the news. That's pretty much it. You want to watch CrossFit vlogs? Cool. Craig Ritchie, he's the man. You want to watch some news? Craig Ritchie, uh, Vicky, Nate Swartzen. Um, I'm going to forget people, but you want to like, uh, that's what they're doing. There's not a lot of people in the CrossFit space doing challenges or doing fun, random stuff where they're meeting the community. I mean, buttery bros, but they're famous, right? They're going to high level athletes, people who are very well known, people that are outside of the CrossFit world. And they're also incredible editors, whatever. So what's something that I could do that's, you know, kind of like low budget, low, my, my editing is not the best, but it's okay. And takes some of, you know, Mr. B slash Ryan Trahan slash these bigger YouTubers into the CrossFit space. You know, I don't, I don't want to be, well, if it happens, it happens like a famous YouTuber. That'd be great. Awesome. But if I'm known in the CrossFit community, people that I enjoy interacting with, being around, that would be freaking awesome to me. So my idea for the CrossFit Games, I'm not going to announce it yet because <clears throat> it'll be soon. It's already the 24th. So soon I'll be announcing what it is. But I had the idea. I talked to some of my friends and some of the people within the community, and I told them, this is my idea. What do you think? They thought, that sounds like a lot of work, but it sounds like fun. Perfect. That's what I want. I want people to have fun watching this. Then if you guys post YouTube videos, you make content, you get it. Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're not on. Sometimes it doesn't feel good. It's not. It's off. It doesn't seem uh, real, authentic, and people can tell. So I thought, I don't want to get to the CrossFit Games and those be my first YouTube videos that I've posted in 30 days. You know, I already don't have a ton of engagement on my YouTube. <clears throat> what can I do that would make it fun and exciting and lead up to my big goal and get a ton of practice in. So all these videos I've been doing on my laptop. So I have like I have a MacBook desktop that's like super fast. It has a ton of memory. It's super easy to edit on. But when I'm at the games, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have this computer on my laptop. So I decided the whole month of July, I'm going to make videos as much as I can. I want to meet the community. That's something I was on a podcast called Type One Lifting recently. And they asked me a question at the end. And I didn't even realize that I said this until I, I listened to it after. And it was, I wanted to meet more people, get out of my comfort zone. You know, going to random gyms and talking to people and getting them to be on camera is super awkward. I don't know if people, Buttery Bros makes it seem awesome, but I'm sure there was a learning curve for them as well. You know, going to a gym, if, if you are somebody who's known in the community, oh, cool. I'd love to be on video with you. Me, who the hell is this kid? You know, this guy's coming to our gym and he wants to be, he's getting 100 views. Like, I don't want to be in his YouTube video. So that was getting <laughs> out of my comfort zone, talking to the community and stuff. And I wanted to start going to different gyms and see how different gyms ran their gyms. And you just, again, meet people to get people to know who Meme for Time is, to know who Roderick Lopez is, so that when I get to the games, they're kind of invested in there. There's like momentum going into the games. So that's how this started. And, uh, 
yeah, we 16, 16 episodes in, I've been to five gyms. We've done random money-making methods, but I, I made this challenge because I was like, how can I make a challenge? Kind of like Ryan Trahan or Mr. Beast. They, they would make a challenge and then they would try to make it as engaging as possible and you'd follow along and come back to keep watching. So long drawn out answer for that, but that's how it started. So Yeah, but um, it's been fun. So like... Uh... You shared the first one, or you shared one of them on your um, on your YouTube, or maybe you just sent it to us direct. I forgot, but that's how I like saw the page. Okay, and um, I shared every single one on Instagram last night. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, yeah. I think you should. I think it was the first one you shared to our like meme group where we you were calling, like you were having them call out like other meme pages. Yeah, I wanted. And, I uh, wanted. I wanted the people within the community to get shout. You know, shouted out. I don't need to. I don't need to go to these people and just they say me the whole time. That's not fun. So getting interaction and and shouting out other other meme pages and stuff. That that's just stuff that I wish uh, other people would have done for me. You know, mm-hmm. I wish that when I was had a thousand followers, two thousand followers, and some did. Some you know, United Lifters always shouts me out, always pumps me up, which is awesome. But you don't get that a ton in the community. It's usually to themselves. They're not they're not promoting anyone else. So yeah, I wanted to. I, I feel like because I started my page in 2019, and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, at first I I felt like I was going against you know the flow, and uh, I was I felt like I was competing with people and almost had no sights. And then maybe about six months ago, when we did start talking, that's when it started to feel more collaborative between everybody. Um, like other meme pages sharing each other's content, interacting with each other, really supporting each other. Um, um, I know Wad Zombie had a lot to do with that. Um, I think he's the one that actually started our group chat. And and I think at first it was just like, so we weren't like making the same exact memes, which is like a really easy thing to do, right? Like when you see a viral image and what's the first joke that comes to a CrossFitter's head, it's probably the same joke for like five of them. Right. So, um, but at that point in time, that's like when I like started noticing, Oh, I'm getting support now. This is really cool. Um, and when I do go on Instagram, I try to also push out that support. I could do it better, but, uh, I, I am making like an active, um, attempt at it now. Um, and now, and like, and I authentically want to, like I authentically want to interact with these people, even though like, uh, this I do. I don't know many other faces. I still view them as friends now, uh, right? And we're all part of the same community. So uh, it's been a real pleasure following your uh, your money making journey. Um, and like it's it's like silly, you know. Like we're always sent like people are just games athletes who are always asking for money because they want to go compete. And like you just bought tickets to go watch it, but it like it's it's like this charming um just silly endeavor that like when you send out the venmo the one day like the one day where you're like just asking for people i was like why the fuck not now like i, I have to <laughs> i appreciate that. um I, yeah that's hilarious um which a banner real quick if anyone's watching and hopefully you'll see this before for the games but i guess that credit card bill is going to be here no matter what right so uh, uh i i got a nice little banner. Let's see if I can. Oh, thank you. Show it. So, That's hilarious. Oh, that, oh, yeah. So I if, actually haven't 
I actually haven't uh, Venmoed yet, so I can just do it live. Oh snap! Yeah, let's let let's support him. And make sure I, in the next video you say that you came on a podcast as one of your money making uh, endeavors. I will for sure. I will for sure. <laughs> I um I also I don't I just want to bring this up for a lot of people because I I feel like people could relate with this. And when I started this journey, I didn't have any money making method ideas and or any gym visits planned. Um, so if you're out there and you're looking to do something, sometimes you just gotta send it and work hard for it to work and or put it out in the universe because it'll happen so it's been i've been super lucky that random things have been popping up and gyms have been inviting me because at the start of this i had no no idea how i was going to make it happen i just knew i was going to make it happen it's the same thing as i went to the crossfit games last year and you know i i coach full-time i have a facility all this stuff i definitely don't have i'm not a baller um, not balling. There's been lots of times in the last few years where I don't have money for something and I'm like, but I need this to work. I need it to happen. And you just send it and then you make, you have to make it happen. So if you're afraid of taking the leap, take the leap and then figure it out on the way. As long as you put in work, you'll, you can make it happen. So. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, uh, things fall into your lap that you're not expecting to also just throwing things out there in the ether. Um, I'm not going to say anything yet, but we have a potential guest coming on that kind of kicked off, kickstarted uh, my desire to start just sh- taking random shots out there and seeing who's going to come on. Uh, they just dropped in my DMs and was like, hey, are you still doing this podcast? But like, this yeah. is um, mainly a podcast that's focused on like just one affiliate. Uh, right. I'm pretty sure only affiliate members and like my mom listen to this. And um and like out of all the guests that we've had before, um, my mom is like the most popular episode, surprisingly, because she's like uh, almost 60 and she started CrossFit last year. And so we just had an episode awesome. talking about what it's like to get started late in life. Right. And uh, and it really re- resonated with the people that were listening. And um, but like I just thought very like low, low key local for the longest time. And then this DM came and I was like maybe I should do this. Maybe I should start like getting a little bit more ambitious. And then, um, I was listening, uh, doing some homework on that, on that hopeful guest, as long as our schedules line up. And one of the things he had said was he just likes talking to people. It doesn't matter how how big, like I'm never looking for what am I going to get out of this? I just want to have a good conversation. And I was like, Oh, maybe I just need to find more people like that. Like, right. Do I want people on here who are looking for, like, what can I get out of it? Or do I want people on here who just want to talk and uh, interact with the community? Right. Yeah, I love one of my favorite sayings is luck favors the well-prepared. You know, people people always can look at you and be like, oh, he's so lucky or she's so lucky or they're so lucky. Typically, the people who are getting lucky are the ones working and busting their ass all the time. And something, some sort of opportunity comes up. And they're ready to take on that opportunity. But if they weren't working, then they wouldn't be ready or that opportunity would not have been presented to them. Yeah, so. that, that, that's, that's real true. Yeah, I love it. Um, so to circle back, uh, you got this money-making idea. Yeah. Um, you're 
um, going to be going to the games. You're now pushing um, content on your uh, YouTube channel. Um, where can we find you on YouTube? Yeah, my YouTube is just Rolo, R-O-L-O. If you can't find it, you got to put my whole name. I'm not popular enough yet for it to pop up usually. It's Roderick Lopez. If you throw in that, you sh- I should pop up. Hopefully. I think you can add um, a keyword in there for Rolo. It might pop up. I had to do that for Water Mouth. Like if you search Water Mouth, you just got word of mouth. Uh-huh. And then I went into the keywords and like into the settings and I added Water of Mouth. And now you can search Water Mouth and find Water Mouth. All right. That's so a, you some might... SEO tricks right there. That's what I'm going to need to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you haven't subscribed, he's looking for subscribers. Um, and that's where you'll find his game stuff. Um, also on Instagram at me for time. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we've, is there anything you want to add? Yeah. I, uh, I'm really excited for the games stuff. I mean, I, you never really know if things will pull through or happen. So I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. But if you're watching this and you're looking forward to memes, I am going to be making memes with some of, you know, some big names that people really enjoy seeing. I have some really fun ideas for these people. A lot of them have already said yes. Now, some of them are competing. So I don't know if they're going to be able to make this happen. So we'll see if we can make it happen. And I will say the, the, the goal at the games will be going to a good cause. So we'll be donating money to a charity. There's going to be some goals behind it. There's going to be lots of memes. And again, just go listen to my rap if you want to know all the details, because I do kind of explain what I'm going to be doing in that very first video I made with my CrossFit Games rap. So You also had some good ones last year, right? Because you had the one with Chalk Llamas, right? You did a... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, with he him, was, he was super down. He was fun. And was last year the one with Sarah Sigmund's daughter as well? Last year was with Sarah Sigmund's daughter. I got very, very lucky. That's a that's a a lesson, and you got to shoot your shot. You never know. Yeah, you that's know? a good meme too. You should reshare both of those. I think, or at least to hear your story, so people can see them. They're, they they were very good. What was going on at the games? I was very, yeah. very nervous last year at the games. It's always nerve wracking to go up to. I mean, these people are famous, and in my eyes, most CrossFitters' eyes, they're just normal people for sure. Um, but when I was with Sarah Sigmund's daughter, I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> super shaky and super nervous. Um, and I don't know if anyone listened to a- another podcast I was on, but I-, I screwed up, and I didn't look at her feed for a while up to the games. And after I made the meme with her, I asked her how her dog was, and her dog had passed away. So. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure she hates me now funny. forever. Oh so man, <laughs> that's right. Right after I said it, my heart sank, and I was like, "I am an asshole." <laughs> wow, oh, that sucks. Whoops. Yeah. Well, um, I don't really have anything else. We like to keep these a little on the shorter side. We're not Savon, so <laughs> uh, if you have anything else to add, please do now. Um, yeah no man i really appreciate you having me come on i definitely have a good time i'd love to come on again and just chat and again i just like talking as well i talk way yeah. too much so awesome love it. also okay. shout out to your dad because i saw in the video he was wearing a usmc hat so shout out to yep. him is he a, is he a fellow dog yeah he retired at 20 years 
my whole fa- all my family is military like former military military i was gonna i was gonna join the military and my dad was like i was literally in for 20 years so you go to college first it's like decide after college <laughs> i was like okay i'll go to college first yeah that's now i cool. make memes for a living so <laughs> it's a millennial it- dream yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Shout out shout out to Papa Rolo. Well, I'm sure I'm sure he uh he's happy that you're stateside and not sitting in a sandbox. As one who's sat in a sandbox before, it's it's not the best of times. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, I'm always surprised because I always like I've got I don't know, my hair's not short by any means and in high school I would color it and all that and my dad thought it was the coolest thing ever. Which most people were like, Your dad must hate your hair. I'm like my dad thinks my hair is cool. My dad loves my meme. <laughs> like both both my parents. Honestly, both my parents. It's funny to go over there, and I'm like, "Did you guys see my meme today?" And they're like, "Oh, not yet." And I'll show it to them, and they're like peeing their pants laughing. So they really are my biggest supporters. You know, my YouTube video gets one comment on it. It's usually my mom or dad. When I post it on Facebook, it's my mom who likes it or my dad who likes it. You know, so do they? Uh, yeah. Do they do the fitness as well? Not, not too much. I try to, my mom was doing it for a while. I was going over there and training her each morning, but they just, uh, it's just not something that's part of their, their daily routine. It's not a habit of theirs. I'll, I'll convince them every once in a while. Like for my dad's birthday, I I called him and I was like, dude, I don't want to, I don't want to like drink and hang out. I want to do something like that's, that'll bring us closer, like bond and suffering together is the best. So he's got this big hill behind his house. And for his birthday, he turned 61 or 62. And I was like, why don't we go down, count that as one, come up, count that as two. We do it 62 times for your birthday. I think it turned 61. 62 just ended up on the way up. So it took us, I don't know, five hours to walk up and down this hill 62 times. And, you know, it was just fun. It was like suffer together, have a good time. So sometimes I convince them to do random fitness. Or my mom likes to hike, so we'll go on a hike or something every once in a while. That's cool. I love hiking. Yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm a big hiker. Although the hiking in Maryland is not not that great, but no, <laughs> no, it's it's pretty flat here for the most part. Gotcha. Um, I love. But that. yeah, like when I told you, my uh, my mom my mom does does the CrossFit now, and uh, but I didn't. I wasn't able to like pressure her into it. I just kind of she knew I was doing it, and she one day just asked me out of the blue, "Do you think I can do it?" And I was like, yeah, in her mind, CrossFit was just what she sees on, on the games, right? Everybody. She'd watch the games Everybody. a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, she didn't realize that just scaling it down and getting a, getting moving around was, was CrossFit. And she's noticed, you know, in the last year, tons of improvement. As I'm sure you see, you know, you do one-on-one training. I'm sure you've seen people who couldn't squat before, at least, like, you know, with a barbell and, they have to sit to a box and all of a sudden a couple months in they're they're able to do a, a regular back squat. Uh, so she's had that same experience and I, I didn't even have to like pressure her. She just found it naturally. And now she follows my page and she thinks my memes are funny. So she, it's not like just random stuff to her now. Right. So, yeah, that's awesome. That's the but, most fun part about CrossFit to me is seeing, seeing people who you can't really do much and you're like, okay, you're going to sit down on this couch stand up sit down on the couch stand up sit down on the couch you're gonna have 50 times and then you know you mr miyagi them you're like you're gonna lay down on the ground and then stand up and then you're gonna whatever and then then they see how it transfers over to those movements now you're squatting now you're doing sit-ups now you're doing burpees like oh my god i'm so functional 
And then they do, <laughs> they do the movements in the class and they realize like, oh, I'm pretty fit. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Most people can't do this. <laughs> and, and you're always competing with all these like young 20 something year olds. And uh, especially as I'm, I'm in my thirties. And so like, I'm already like, st- like behind them, you know, I, I, I didn't start doing CrossFit till I was in my thirties. So I've only been for a handful of years. And, uh, and, and I'm always like, man, I, I need to really just step up my game. But then I go and I, I see guys I went to high school with and I'm like, Oh, I'm doing all right, actually. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the, the name of the, the page, but he just wrote, you know, if you, if you're looking at feeling bad about being at the gym, go to the airport and you'll realize you're the top 1%. That's awesome. I love that. That's great. It's, I mean, it's so true. I have people at, at my facility, you know, I mean, I, I, I do competitive programming. I'm not, you know, the, I'm not the cross a games athlete. I'm not a, re- a sanctionals athlete or whatever, but I'm decently fit and the people around me are pretty fit too. So sometimes we'll have new people in who want to do fitness and they're like, oh, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. I'm like, go to a CrossFit gym, go to a, a CrossFit gym that has classes. You're going to realize you can't compare yourself. I've been doing this for 10 years. The people around around you here have been doing competitive programming for years. This is what they love doing every single day. You know, go to a CrossFit gym, even like, you know, just, just go and see. And they're like, oh my God, my snatch doesn't, it's not that bad. You know, my clean and jerk does look good. People <laughs> are getting stronger. I'm like, yes, you just, like the people you surround yourself with, you start comparing, sometimes you compare yourself to them and you go, holy crap. But I think surrounding yourself with people like that is awesome because then you end up getting really good really quickly and you yeah. have this high expectation and or you have like, I can do this. I can be like these people, which is awesome. Yeah, that's a great note to end on. Thank you so much for coming on, Rolo. Yeah, no, it's thanks so much awesome. for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, uh, well, I figured I'd ask you and, you know, I talked about earlier, shoot me a shot. You said yes, so... I'm I'm really happy you did. I'm really happy we got to have this conversation. So absolutely, anytime, anytime. If you're and, married, uh, you can. You're always welcome yes. in uh, revival. At, yes, maybe I'll have exactly. to just fly there so I can get you guys in the in the series. Why don't we do a challenge? Oh man, series. Let's see how much plate plane tickets to Maryland are. <laughs> don't look at that now. <laughs> don't look now. Too Not too right much. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Yeah. So it could be a surprise. I have no idea. Figure something out. Even if it is like a virtual challenge, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a good spot to end in. So uh, have a good rest of your weekend, guys. Thanks. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Goodbye, audience.